We imagine a future. We must consider this. Who would want me to be a part of their life? Hey, that's inappropriate. Will you make a choice now? We pass talking. Where do you say we come in for my close-up now? I'm done running. What was your favorite part? I'm a player. Get back. Movie news. Just don't like you no more. With Gareth Daly. You do like me. Good afternoon to you, Garrett. We're starting with Lucasfilm. Are we talking big screen, small screen? What's going on? We're talking every screen, really, <laughs> when it comes to Lucasfilm, because there's so many out there at the moment in terms of all the series. And one that was heading in the direction of a TV series, but looks like it's changing direction now, is the project called Lando. Now, this is the one that's based on Lando Calrissian, one of the sort of legacy um, uh, characters mm-hmm. from the original Star Wars. Wars trilogy. Uh, he featured as well in the 2018 spin-off feature Solo, a Star Wars story. Yeah. Danny, uh, Donald Glover, I should say, played him in the film. And now what they're talking about is, yeah, they were developing a TV series, but it seems now they're going to do it as a movie. Oh, so okay. they're changing a little bit. They did have a creator of Dear White People behind it. Justin Simeon was attached. However, reports back in July indicated that the Haunted Mansion director has been taken off the project for some time now and now Donald and his brother Stephen Glover have taken over writing duties with a new take that apparently excited Lucasfilm Um, and the work began on this before the writer's strike but obviously nothing has happened since so yeah so it seems like it's going to head for a movie Glover Brothers pretty popular actually when you think that they were involved in FX's Atlanta Mm -hmm. and also Prime Video Swarm as well and uh, yeah Donald Glover is going to be appearing in a reimagining of the Mr. and Mrs. Smith film. Do you remember that mm, one sure from do. 2005? Yeah. But that's now been delayed, obviously, with all the various different strikes, but it won't be around until 2024. So anyway, that's your Star Wars news. Okay, thanks for keeping us up to date on that. Now, Gareth, concert films can mean big money. They can be a big deal, particularly if a name like Taylor Swift is attached. So tell us more about this. Yeah, so here, her era's tour is obviously huge. I mean, it's the must-see concert event, isn't it? And yes. tickets are so hard to get for this um, this tour and it has been doing you know huge business across the states they filmed a concert film as you mentioned mm. and it's going to be released on October 13th and the thing about it is it has already reached 65 million dollars in advance ticket sales wow. across the US Canada and Mexico so that figure like a full month quite before something. its release yeah it is quite something because it's beating the likes of uh, Dr. Strange in the Multiverse of Madness when it had ticket sales. Now it's a fair bit behind sort of the likes of you know Spider-Man No Way Home. That was like a 120 million sort of mm. pre-sales for it. But actually distributors are reckoning with a month to go that it could reach up to somewhere in the region of 100 million in advance ticket sales. So Quite how does that compare to the other the big names we've had in concert films before? Yeah, so if we go back, um, Michael Jackson's This yeah. Is It, uh, Justin Bieber had one as well called Never Say Never. They pulled in around 72 to 73 million, but that's when they were released <laughs> and when they had their entire runs. This is in advance. Gosh. So, yeah, it could it could do really, really well. And what they're planning to do, actually, the concert film is going to play for four weekends in a row. It's not going to play during the weekdays. Oh, okay. So it's a kind of, an they're event, making a sort of an event yeah. out of it. Yeah. 
Yes, exactly. So it'll be really curious to see will the box office figures, which I suspect they will, are going to be huge based mm. on those pre-sales. Well done, Taylor Swift. All right. Uh, news of Irish director Ashling Walsh. This sounds like a really interesting project, Garrett. Yeah, this project was presented at what's called the Venice Production uh, Bridge Gap Financing Market. It's quite a, uh, a producer's forum. But yeah. what it does do is point to numerous projects that are nearing production. And one of these, as you mentioned, is a project called Ethel from director Ashling Walsh. It's a true story of Ethel Stark, who uh, founded the Montreal Women's Symphonic Orchestra in the 1940s, becoming the first woman to conduct in Carnegie Hall. Ah. Um, so uh, Shira Haas, who would have, people would know from Unorthodox, that series yes. that, that played, is set to portray Stark in, in the film okay. as well. So yeah, it's an interesting very project. Interesting. And yeah, Ashling Walsh, obviously a very um, excellent director yes. as well. It was one, you know, of two Irish co-productions that were presented at this financing market. The other been Jim Sheridan's upcoming docudrama, Recreation, starring Vicky Creeps as the French film and TV producer, Sophie Toscan de Plantier. So two very interesting projects coming out of that production market. Very good. A lot of talk about AI at the moment, uh, Garrett. What story have you for us on it this week? Yeah, I liked uh, this one because it shows that at least there's conversations happening. Okay. So AI tech firm Metaphysic, they've announced a new system for what it claims could help actors and other individuals to navigate the creation and management, more importantly, of their personal data, including their likeness and voice. Um, while saying that early users of this will include Anne Hathaway, Octavia Spencer, Tom Hanks, Rita Wilson, Paris Hilton, Maria Sharapova. This is sort of a new strategic partnership that the company have announced with CAA who look after many of those uh, the, those talents that we mentioned. Yeah. So the announcement was kind of a bit light on details but claims that this system dud, uh, sort of dubbed Metaphysic Pro could effectively help actors to use generative artificial intelligence algorithms to create their own face, voice and performance data over time, as well as help manage how it's used by third parties, including consent, compensation and of course the thorny issue of copyright. So the power back to the actor really here. Yeah, I suppose that's one of the things that they're looking at. And of course, this is a big part, isn't it? It's a central issue of this sort of SAG after strike as well in terms of that personal information. This company, you might know them from some of their work and in terms of some of their work that floated around on social media as well the, the sort of deep fake Tom Cruise videos oh, yeah. um, they, they were sort of responsible for some of those but they have revealed that they're um, they're working with Hanks and, and Robin Wright um, on sort of very advanced de-aging uh, for a new Robert Zemeckis film called Here mm. so uh, so advancements are happening in this all the time yeah. and I suppose as you say giving the power back is probably one of the things that we need in terms of this moving forward in a way that everybody feels comfortable about. Okay, very good. What about a trailer watch for us this week? So, um, yeah, Anthony Hopkins is so successful and, you know, we've seen him sweep Oscars even recently as well. He stars in a new movie as a British humanitarian. The movie's called One Life. Take a listen to this clip. We are working to evacuate these children by train to safety in Britain. Why are you doing this, Mr Winton? Because I may be able to do something about it, I must. Nikki, you must know we cannot save them all. 
You have to forgive yourself that. Yes, Anthony Hopkins, they're looking as impressive as ever in one life and a good supporting cast there too. Helena Bonham Carter, Johnny mm. Flynn, Jonathan Price all lining up in it. It is, as I said, this, the story of this British humanitarian, Nicholas Winton, who helped save hundreds of Central European children from the Nazis on the eve of World War II. Um, so check out the trailer for One Life and it's going to be coming our way to the big screen early January. Early January for that one, One Life with Anthony Hopkins. Let's look at new releases in cinemas this weekend and begin with A Haunting in Venice. My daughter was my whole life. To hear her voice again. If someone wants to be heard, we are here. Tonight, we are all afraid. We cannot hide from our ghosts. Whether they are real or not. Yes, Kenneth Branagh back as Hercule Poirot in A Haunting in Venice, Garrett. Yeah, and he's living in exile, isn't he? In post-World yes. War II, Venice reluctantly attends a seance when one of the guests is murdered. And you've a big ensemble cast here, Tina Fey, Kelly Riley, Jamie Dornan, Michelle Yeoh, all starring in it. Yeah, and you know, first things first, you remember young Jude Hill, who was so great in his yes. breakthrough role in Branagh's film, Belfast. I am glad to report that he is not a one-hit wonder. He is super in this. Really, really good in it. So I was just really glad to see that. And he's alongside Jamie Dornan now playing his, his dad again. And as you said, the likes of Michelle Yeoh. Lovely to see Tina Fey in this. Um, you know, I'd love to see uh, Tina Fey and Bran on screen again together because Tina brings a little light relief. And I think this movie needs a lot more of this. I just felt it was quite a heavy dark film. You know, I like a little Agatha Christie with a bit of humour. You know, the sort of Maggie Smith, Angela Lansbury characters or Betty Davis. You need you need more of that uh, from me anyway. Um, but the Venice setting is stunning. It's raining all the time. It's eerie, as you say, post-World War II, uh, All Hallows Eve. And um, yeah, Poirot is a reluctant attendee at a, a seance with uh, one of the guests, of course, murdered. It, it's strange in a way it's not a Halloween release, but, you know, it's perfectly enjoyable, but definitely on on the darker side. Um, anyway, that is a haunting in Venice. You have a few more to mention on the big screen? I do indeed. You've got uh, Boland's Shoes. This is a story that takes us on a journey from the height of T-Rex mania in 1970s Liverpool to the present day poignancy of what would have been Mark Boland's 75th birthday. Uh, it yes. captures yeah, the heady exhilaration of glam rock mania through the experiences of a group of overexcited kids from a local children's home before a devastating road accident changes their lives forever and then years later and still clinging on to the adoration of her childhood idol survivor Penny takes best friend and fellow Mark Boland fan to visit his shrine in London for a chance encounter. Uh, Liam Best, Mark Lewis-Jones, Timothy Spall mm. all starring in this one. Very good. And two more? Yeah, two more on limited release. We have Love Life. This is about uh, Tycho and her husband, Jiro, uh, living peaceful existence with their son and a tragic accident brings the boy's father back into her life. She throws herself into helping this deaf and homeless man to cope with pain and guilt. And Cassandro's then our final mention. This follows the true story of an exotico character created by Soul, a gay amateur wrestler from El Paso who rose to international stardom. Gail Garcia Bernal stars in that movie. Very good. What about a TV movie for us? 
I liked this movie a lot, actually. Um, it's a tough watch, you know, but it's about a frontiersman on a fur trading expedition in the 1820s. He fights for survival after being mauled by a bear. Oh, that and one. left for yes. dead. That one. You remember that amazing oh, scene? Oh, yeah. Uh, left for dead by members of his own hunting gang. Uh, it's an Oscar winner. Leonardo DiCaprio, Tom Hardy, Donald Gleeson, all starring in The Revenant, which you can watch on RT2 tomorrow night. It's on at 9pm. That's a long movie as well. It's a long movie but it's really good I agree with you I think I might just hit record for that uh, that's The Revenant RT2 tomorrow night at 9 Gareth thanks a million Thanks Aideen